everybody. Keith London coming to you guys with another segment of the Roller Agenda. In today's segment, <clears throat> I want to talk talk about what's actually going on today in the world and how it's affecting the Birmingham Roller community. Well, as we know, the digital age is upon us and everything is done digitally pretty much so. We have the coronavirus outbreak, which has everybody quarantined, or was quarantined, so it slowed everything down, plus the quarantine we had on the birds kind of halting a lot of things. What's happening is, right now, we are giving more precedent to people that are not really good Birmingham Roller Flyers. We have guys that are true Birmingham Roller Flyers that fly good birds all the time really all the time and what's happening is people are seeking out the guys that are on the internet more and those guys are pretty much have are gaining because of that if that's, if that's how you get your money is how you get your money but this is not to stop that this is just to bring awareness to the guys that just go by the internet. There are several guys that don't be on the internet at all that have some really amazing pigeons. I mean, truly amazing pigeons that if you were to acquire some, it would do your stud great justice. And you have some guys that are on the internet because they don't the internet all the time. It's all people see. They have birds that are not worthy of being in the same arena with the other guys. The fact is, and what's crazy about this, the guys that that do this, they already know this. They know they can't roll with them guys. They know they can't. Which is which is a shame because they're peddling pigeons. They're not worthy of competition. And but they tell people they're gonna be able to win in competition if they buy these birds. Which is like Mike Tyson say, which is which is ludicrous. It's not fair to guys who really, really want to do well with their pigeons. But that's the age we're coming into right now. Guys post a video of a, of a, of a kid they flew. They show the best breaks. They don't show the other days when the birds are garbage and the birds don't really do nothing. Which is not fair to the consumers that are buying these pigeons. If you ask half them guys right now, let me see your birds fly. They will give you 20 different excuses why you can't see your birds fly. And then try to revert you back to their video, which might have been done six, seven years ago. Now, this don't mean that them guys don't have good birds. They're just not proven to be good birds. This is the era we live in right now. And guys, you guys on the internet, do your research. Research these guys. Pull up their fly records. And you will see that, wait a minute, maybe these birds not as good as he make them seem. I remember this guy's birds are even better. There are birds, and, and there are birds, and these guys have these birds out there that are really, really good. They're not expensive pigeons. They're 
fairly reasonable in comparison to the birds that people are trying to sell that are doing stuff just to sell pigeons. I've been asked the last few months well, pretty much since Pigeon Kings came out to sell people, to sell birds, sell birds. But I'm refusing to sell the birds like people want me to sell them because I have an agenda. I plan on competing soon. So, what good does it, the, the, what good is it to me to sell, to allow people to buy birds that I'm going to need for competition? Fellas, don't get me wrong. It's not that I don't want you to have good pigeons. It just can't be at my expense. It can't be at my that's all. I'm trying to build this stuff. I'm trying to get back to competing. I don't want to compete on the high level. And how, how can you compete on the high level if you're not on the best bird you breed to escape your fingers and go into my else's hands? And you left with the second and third best to try to compete with. It, though. It's kind of backwards to me. digital age right now we can't make this work for us to have a real digital fly a fly we're going to need at least at least two cameras a slow motion camera and a camera that can pick up the actual speed of pigeons and we're going to need a commentary the judge and the commentary was actually talking about what's actually happening but not placing no judgment on anything is telling the true facts of what's going on with the kid. And somebody that knows how to interpret breaks and break down breaks for the people that are listening. If we did that, like they do actual sports, oh wow, man. It'd be great. But the problem here is that people always have their preconceived notions or the, or an agenda already in place before the competition even starts. That's our problem. People are quick to judge that are not even judging. That, see, if people judge themselves as harsh as they judge others, they would have better burns. They don't. And you got to understand the burn hurt is a multi-faceted Time. Aspects of the Birmingham Rolling in performance, there are so many aspects to be considered, but you got some that's gonna just focus on one. Which it will see what I know about people, they focus on whatever their birds are good at, and that's their focus, and that's what they preach. They don't preach the, the whole the Birmingham, the Birmingham Rolling in its entirety, it's of all these aspects. Quality and speed. Do when they, when they speak of competition, they say quality means style and speed equals quality. But style and speed are separate. But two, the two together equals your quality. Depth is pretty much sinking. That's what that just took how far the bird rolled. That's by itself. Quality equals style and speed. Or st- style 
was okay, but the speed was super. How do you judge that? How should that be judged? See, now that that goes into that goes into what the um, the judge sees who's calling the breaks and in, in in determining the quality in them. It's all up to him now. It's gonna boil down to what he thinks is more important: style or speed. You can't have style without speed. Yes, you can have. You can have. You can't have style without at least a minimum barrier of speed. Anything less than a certain, than a certain amount of speed, there's no quality. A bird's wings can be straight up and down or whatever it is, but if he's tumbling doing that, there's no speed, so there's no quality. Now, if you speed it up a little bit, a few knots. Notches and the same wing position is there now that that quality comes into place. Now you see it. So style and speed equals quality. Some birds are faster than others, some not, but you can't really tell because of color, background. There's nowhere to actually measure the revolutions per, I ain't gonna say per second, per second, whereas per. Revolutions, yeah, revolutions per, per distance, yeah, you do it like that. So, how many revolutions do a bird they actually do in 10 feet? Which one is faster, the bird that falls the fastest, or the bird that does most revolutions in that same amount of time space? So, if, if you got two birds start rolling at the same time, one did 20 feet and one did 10 feet, but they roll the exact amount of time, which one you think would be faster? You would think the bird that roll the shortest is the fastest, but that's the bird that get that gets torn apart on a, in a kick competition. Crazy, huh? So, it all, it all depends on how the judge interprets all that stuff. So, all that plays a part of it. But if you get around and just watch a lot of pictures, don't judge, just watch. Take mental notes. Physical notes if you have to. Just take notes. Watch. Watch a lot of different birds roll. And you will start seeing what quality really is. I'm going to tell you something when it comes to quality. The human eye cannot tell the difference between the 1.0 and the 1.1. It's very, as far as speed, there's not too much. To, I mean, it's, I, I've been trying for, so why is burger at a 1.0? Why did they get a 1.1? Why is burger at a 1.2? Why, why not a 1.1? Why, you know what I'm saying? You, 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 you go back and forth with that all day. is so subjective from judge to judge sometimes we can be a little overcritical this this one's another thing I, I, I don't get how does somebody who do, do, does not really work has time judges everybody's kid but can't put up a kid himself I've noticed that is people who fly constantly fly good kids they have some of the best judgment because they have to make the judgment to put that together together to know what the judge is going to look for when he, when he comes to his house and judge 
those usually are the best judges. They ignore the good kids look like they beam up for you and they're about to see over and over and over and over and over and over. So they know what to look for. So, so how, how can somebody who, who don't spend time under a kid learn how to judge a kid? I'll be judging the lawn show next weekend. Today was the day after Father's Day. And for you fathers out there, hope you guys had a great Father's Day 2020. Mine was good. Um, next weekend, Sunday, I'll be judging the show, the lawn show. Me and Jaime Cabo, you know, Active Nature, 119 Camp. In that show, what I'm trying to do is get people to see what good breeders should look like on the ground and what good and what good performing birds should look like on the ground. So I'm trying to pick, in my interpretation, the bird I think would have been the best performer as young birds and the bird I think that I grew up to be the, be- or the best producer or breeder in the stock pen. That's all I'm doing. And I'm basing that on my knowledge and or experience with selecting such birds. That's all. It don't mean I'm 100% right. It don't mean I'm wrong. It just means that's my opinion, which could go for a long way. So I just want you guys to think about that when you go to the show next weekend. I encourage all you guys to go through your loft and pick, pick out a bird just to get come out to see or come to the show and just watch and listen I'm going to try I'm going to try to give my explanations on why I picked the bird and why I didn't pick a bird why a bird made the top three and why a bird didn't make the top three first of all the birds have to be in condition they can't be skinny they can't be full of feed they should be clean, free of parasites, etc. Moat does kind of affect them a little bit, but not in its entirety. Because a good pigeon is a good pigeon, whereas whether it's coming out of a moat or not. Because yeah, that bird moat, yeah, but this, that don't that don't change the fact that this is one of the best birds here. And that's what people say. That well, since this bird's in better shape, even though it's not the best bird, it's gonna win. But that's not the best representation of the Birmingham roller. You trying to teach people that this is the best roller here. In your opinion, this the one. If you had you had to pick one, you would pick this one to take home. Only thing that can change that is feed. I mean, not feed. A cleanliness. Cleanliness can affect that. So, with that being said, you know your bird should have a bath at least. If the if the if the show is Sunday, your bird should not have bathed past Friday. Should not let them bathe Saturday. The last bath till it came Friday. 
So the feathers can get back to normal. When you can prune yourself, you get yourself back to normal. If you're going to show a show, you know the show starts at 10, so you should feed your birds at least 24 hours before that. Not that morning. 24 hours before that, make sure you feed them pretty good. Not stuffy, but pretty good. Select, breed, fly, and select again.